1: Hey guys, welcome back to the Rugby League a Guru Podcast, our last instalment of Coach's Clipboard for potentially the most anticipated game of finals week one. Sunday afternoon we've got the Sydney Roosters taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs for the second week in a row at the new SFS. Pretty wild that the first two games ever played at the new SFS will be the Rabbitohs and the Roosters in back-to-back weeks. Obviously, last week, a bit of a dead rubber, but the Roosters were by far and away the better side last week. Obviously, went pretty hard at Luttrell, and I think that sort of put him on the back foot, but I don't believe you'll see Luttrell stay quiet two weeks in a row. A couple of big ins for both teams. Obviously, we'll go through all of those on the preview a little bit later in the week on Sunday morning that you guys can can listen to, but there are a heap of changes to both sides and a heap of superstars coming back in, and one major out, of course, Joey Manu out for the Sydney Roosters, which is a massive one that changes a lot of their shape. But we'll talk about that a little bit more as we get into our coaches' clipboard. Let's start off with Demetrio his clipboard. So how he's going to beat the Sydney Roosters in this one? Obviously, licking his wounds off the back of last week. Uh, obviously, they didn't get the home final. Personally, I don't think they'll be too worried about it. I think they'll be more than happy to go back to the SFS. They're planning to make it their home very soon, so I don't think that will worry them in the slightest. Let's go through Jason Demetrio's coach's clipboard, what he has to watch out for and where he's going to beat the Sydney Roosters. My first point is all eyes on Teddy. I'll read it out to you. Joey Manu being out is a huge win for Souths. Obviously, he's one of the most dangerous players in this comp, but the Roosters' attack is a million times easier to handle without Manu. It's all eyes on Teddy now. It makes Teddy more dangerous, but at least their attack is a bit more orthodox. Obviously, Joey Manu, right, center. We all know the position he plays, but the role that he plays is very different. He floats around and he pops up everywhere for the Sydney Roosters, and he can even appear on the left edge. We've seen some of the Roosters' most dangerous footy this year is when they've got Luke Keary with the ball, Angus Crichton running that brilliant line he does, then Joey Manu and James Tedesco out the back. It just creates an extra number everywhere they go, and whoever Keary decides to hit the ball to, if it's not Angus, is if he goes out the back, whether he goes to Manu or Teddy, you're in just about as much trouble either way, but. There's two of them there, so it draws eyes everywhere. It takes eyes off Angus Crichton. It makes life very, very difficult. Your entire team needs to be alert for the entire 80 minutes simply on Joey Manu. Watch where is he, and if you've got your eyes on Joey Manu, that's where James Tedesco will strike. Joey Manu arguably one of the best players in the world. James Tedesco right up there with the best players in the world, in my opinion, the best fullback in the world. You look at Joey Manu, though, I think he's got the potential to be the best fullback in the world. So you've got these two guys hovering around the right, causing absolute havoc. Joey Mahner is also fantastic coming out of his own end. You lose him from this side and all of a sudden it's all eyes on James Tedesco. Now, Teddy is a fantastic player. The world's best fullback in my opinion, but at least now the Bunnies, they've just got to focus on James Tedesco. They don't have to worry about his little partner in crime popping up here and there. I think you'll see the two centers for the Sydney Roosters hold their width on all their plays and play a more traditional and orthodox sort of center role there. So Joey Manu being out, a huge loss for the Roosters, but a massive win for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. They lose marking up against a star player, but they also get a bit of an easier attack to defend against. A bit more orthodox, at least. It's a little bit easier to prepare for a Roosters with James Tedesco at fullback. It's still not easy, but it's a little bit easier to prepare for James Tedesco at fullback instead of Teddy at fullback and Manu just doing whatever the fuck he wants. So a big win for South Sydney there. It's not easy, though. They still have to stop one of the best players in the world, James Tedesco, but it is much easier without the threat of Joey Manu on his inside or on his outside as well. My next point, and we spoke about big-time players players coming back into this game. For the Sydney Roosters, these two are massive. Joe Manu's a big loss, no doubt about it, but getting Tupu and Suali'i back in is going to make a huge difference. I'll read it to you now. No Manu is great, but the Roosters get their two strike wingers back now. Last week, Naguama and Momorossi combined for a grand total of 222 metres. Tupu and Suali'i on average combined for more than 300 metres per game. The Roosters' sets will look very different this week. South have to kick well and win the first three tackles of each set. So despite these guys being out of this game last week, personally, I thought the Roosters well and truly won the game through the middle and and the meters game as well. I think they were always on the front foot. I'm not sure how the stats ended up, but the vibe out there was definitely that the Roosters were making easy meters and the Bunnies, they were really struggling to get out of their own end. You add in two of the best outside backs as far as coming out of their own end, and all of a sudden, this job for South Sydney gets a lot more difficult. Uh, You got to bring these two back in. They'll make heaps more meters out of their own end. They're big bodies. Their post-contact meters will be a nightmare. They're both kick targets as well. So it adds that threat to the game for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. But for me... If Lee and Tupu are to be the difference, it'll be the extra meters they get coming out of their own end. It is crucial for the Bunnies to kick well, kick to corners, win, win the kick chase, and then win the first three tackles of every set. If they let these boys get on the front foot, which I'll tell you what, from what I've seen so far this year, stopping Lee getting on the front foot when he's coming out of his own end, near impossible. They need to condense their defense, try and umbrella them into a corner and try and keep these guys under control. Hopefully force a few errors as well, but they just need to limit... At the meters they're getting. You saw the Roosters last week. I was lucky enough to be sitting on about halfway and you'd see the bunnies kick downfield and, you know, you'd see Matt Lodge and you'd see Rhea Hargraves. They sort of walk back pretty slowly and by the time they've walked about 20 or 30 meters, the Roosters were already sort of catching up to them once again. When you put Suwili and Tupu back in, it'll be much easier for this. The Roosters front rowers can almost stand on the spot where they are and wait three tackles for them to get back. If the Rabbitohs allow the Chooks to do this, they're going to find themselves in Curry very, very quickly our last point On Demetrio's clipboard, match their middles. We know that the Roosters' middles will come into this one fired up. On paper, the Chooks probably have the better and more experienced middles. If the Bunnies pack don't at least match it with these boys, put up the white flag now. Murray, Totola, and Burgess need to lead the way for the Bunnies. We know what we're going to get from Matty Lodge. We know what we're going to get from Maria Hargraves, and we know what we're going to get from Aho as well. Three very different front rowers, but each brings their own special thing to this Rooster team. Rhea Hargraves, he will be leading from the front. We know that. He'll be out there to make a statement early. The Bunnies, they need to find their guy to stand up against him. Cam Murray, he'll be the leader of this pack, but they need an alpha to stand up. Whether it's Tom Burgess, Junior totola whoever it might be, someone needs to stand up to JWH and go at him the way that Nelson Osova-Solomona did for the Melbourne Storm the other week. For me, if I had to nominate someone to do it, I'm probably looking at Junior Totola at the moment. Tom Burgess has got him in him, but Totola, he seems to really be leading the way. Colomantine, He's another one, but he sort of has to hold his width a little bit on that edge. We've seen him have little stouches with David Clemmer in the past. He will never take a backward step, but Tatola's the one for me. I think this year he's been their best front rower over the entire season. For Patches, I would have said Tom Burgess, uh, but I think Tatola's probably been the guy. We know we're going to get with Cam Murray, but he's not the one to go into a grub-off with Jared Rhea Hargraves and Matty Lodge, so a big test for for these Bunnies front rowers who, in my opinion, have probably overachieved a little bit over the last few years. But then i watched them this year, and maybe this is just who they are. Tertola, I think he won their player of the year the other night. So he'll be full of confidence coming into this one. He'll be ready to rip and tear with them. And if he does, if he can just match it with these front rowers and hold that contest, Cam Murray, he'll do his thing. He'll make all of his meters. He'll be their extra little ball player. He's added that to his game over the last few weeks. It's going to be a really interesting match through the middle. But... If the Roosters get on the front foot through these guys, I think they could run a bit of a train over South Sydney. So their forwards really need to stand up. Let's have a look at Trent Robinson's coach's clipboard. A uh, really interesting one here, obviously coming off a win last week, losing Joe Manu, but grabbing his two wingers back. Also gets Victor Radley back, which is going to be massive. A huge one there getting Rads back. He'll be another one that will be going at him through the middle. Obviously another experienced guy. You've got Rhea Hargraves, Aho, Victor Radley, all these guys have won two premierships throughout their careers already. They'll be ready to go. All right, Trent Robinson, what have we got here? The first one is controlling Latrell Mitchell. I've got no idea how you do it, but Trent Robinson's got to find a way. I know it's easy to say he did it last week, but for me, Latrell Mitchell, I think he was a little bit taken back with the response that he got last week. Uh, it was probably a bit more hectic than what he assumed it would be. It was a lot more hectic than what I thought it would be, to be perfectly honest with you. No doubt the Chooks fans, they'll be out for this one again. The Roosters players, they'll be keen to give it to Latrell. You saw the first kick that he received and the numbers that got down in his face. They forced him back in the in goals on another play there. They'll be ready to go at Latrell, but he's a competitor. This is what I love about him. Absolutely love how much of a competitor he is uh, and he will be up for this one. There's no doubt about it. The Roosters went hard at Latrell last week and got him on the back foot. Latrell is a competitor though and he will bounce back this week. I have no doubt about it. The Chooks will need to go even harder and the halves will need to test him out with their kicking game. Keep him on his toes with early kicks like Walker did last week. We saw Sammy Walker, he picked out Latrell Mitchell in the front line, dabbed it off the came off the left foot, put it on the right, went through to score. It's all good and well if you can get these plays off, uh, but there will be other times throughout the game where Latrell Mitchell, he can be caught out of position. If you get him at marker, I think whenever he's at marker and you're past probably second tackle, especially if you're close to the line, that's where I would probably take them on and, and put a kick in behind. You don't want Latrell to feel confident enough that he can come into the front line like he did last week and play as an extra defense. You want him to know that if he's ever out of position, they will take him on because you want him to be doing as many yards as he possibly can behind their defensive line, especially on their trial. line. you want to put him on his bike all day. It'll simply take more out of the tank for when he's got the ball in hand, when he's at his most destructive. We know coming out of his own end, he'll normally hand those those runs off to his wingers and his centers because he's keeping his energy for when they're in the red zone to take the, the roosters on. You've got to make him work in his in goals. If he's going to be out of position, if he's going to be even a meter out. Of position, make him work for it, make him chase the ball, make it be a forced out. The Roosters' halves a big test for them. They've got to have eyes on Luttrell at all times. I think whenever he's at marker, there should be a call from Sammy Verrills to let them know that this is a play where you take him on in the in goals. If he's caught in the line like he was last week, Sammy Walker, Luke Kiry, they will be scanning for Latrell on every single play to see where he's at, where he is, and if they think he's just a metre or two out of position, they should be really testing him there. So it'll be interesting to see what they they do with Latrell they held it hand him really well last week but i think he'll come back bigger and better this week my next point the Ilias response. Now we know what the Roosters did last week. They came into that game with a plan. It was to get Angus Crichton one-on-one with Lockie Ilias and my God, you couldn't have executed a plan better. Luke Keery was sensational. Angus Crichton found him all day. And you know what? I know a lot of people sort of bagged Ilias. Look, at the end of the day, all it was was a smaller guy against a bigger guy. I don't think there's really much more Ilias could have done. His positioning wasn't bad. He simply just wasn't big enough to make those tackles. So it's not like they were caught out of position. They needed to change everything. They just need to help Ilias a little bit more now for me I think Coleman and Tungy he'll, he'll be given a challenge this week by Demetrio to help his halfback a little bit more to be a bit of a bodyguard we've seen some of the great bodyguards of all time Tony Carroll Bo Scott these sort of guys he'll be given a mission this week to help his halfback Lockie Ilias so he doesn't get isolated when that happens what does it do though it creates a bit of space on the edges and this is where I believe Luke Keery and James Tedesco they can work together and get Daniel Tupu across in that corner Coleman and Tungy if he's worried about the man on his inside and helping him out, there will be space elsewhere. So all the guys, Campbell Graham, Colin and Tungy, that they'll all be trying to help out with Lachlan Ilias and his defense with Angus Crichton. I think there will be space elsewhere and I think the Roosters will be able to execute this. You'll see Daniel Tupu really wide holding the paint all night, just creating more and more space. So that's going to be a big test for them. I think the Bunnies, they will be able to help Ilias. They'll be able to cover this. They'll build their structures around helping out Ilias this week, but it will create space elsewhere. Let's read it word for word from the Instagram post. The Roosters had a game plan to isolate Ilias last week. The Bunnies will build their defensive structure this week to counter this. I believe it could create plenty of opportunities for Kiri and Tedesco to put Tupu into space on this edge. If Angus and Kiri can run the same shapes as last week, there will be space on the outside. And thankfully for the Bunnies, one less thing to worry about. You don't have to worry about Joey Marno popping up there. It's all about James Sinesco and whether he can make that pass out to the great Daniel Tupu. You have Drew Hutchinson there. He's not the fastest guy in the league as well, but he has got really nice hands. And if Teddy can get him in a two-on-one, it's over. You know he'll make it every day of the week. So a big test for that Rabbitohs right edge. I think they will really get peppered on that edge. I will definitely have Daniel Tupu down as an anytime try scorer in my same game multi-come Sunday. Uh, Stopping the left edge is our final point. I'll read this one to you. I've been watching this edge play footy for the last few years, and I'm none the wiser on how to stop them. They seemingly find a way to overcome every possible tactic the coaches use to try and stop the impact of this edge. I don't know how Robo does it, but he needs to find a way. No Manu makes life even harder. Obviously, Manu defends on the right edge at right center, so against this left side, it's a changing combinations. I think you see Paul Momorowski there, which worries me a lot, and this is where I think the Bunnies can score a fair whack of points. No shock there. They've got the best left edge in rugby league. Maybe outside of the Panthers, but I think it's fair to say South Sydney's probably got the best left edge. I think Latrell Mitchell, he will be picking out Paul Momorowski and forcing him to make some poor decisions. Isaiah Tass will be out for this one, but AJ, he just seems to score a try every single week regardless of opposition, how big the game is, how irrelevant the game is. Doesn't matter. AJ, he will find the white stripe, and I think he could in this game as well. Huge test of the Chooks. I've got no idea how they stop this left edge. I've got no idea how you even slow them up realistically. They've been doing sense sensational well, and Latrell Mitchell, his right to left cutout ball, and just his passes in in general right to left, they honestly might be up there with the very best in rugby league, you see KP, he's got a brilliant ball out that side, spiral ball that goes a million miles an hour, Latrell Mitchell though, it's the tempo of his pass where he beats you, he knows when he has to pass slow, he knows when he has to really fire it out, and he gets that flick that just goes like a laser out to AJ, and their combination is unbelievable, they don't even have to look at each other they don't have to communicate, nothing, they just know where each other are going to be, and where they need where they both need to be on every single play that's what the roosters need to do they need to stop that left edge i wish i could tell you give you more details on how they do it but honestly i've got no idea and i'm not sure if trent robinson does either
0: many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care
1: This game's going to be an absolute cracker. I cannot wait for it. The Roosters won the game next week. I'm tipping the Bunnies to bounce back in this one. I think Joey Manu is going to be a massive loss. I think Campbell Graham on that right edge is really going to help with the defense on that side, which I'm a little bit worried about. Uh, but I do think the Bunnies get the chalkies here. I think uh, Damien Cook, as I said, him coming back in, it's going to be massive. I think their service out of dummy half has been a little bit off for the last two weeks or so. I think him coming back in, it's going to be massive. The Roosters get their wingers back. They're big, they're scary, they're going to run for a heap of metres. It's going to be much easier for them coming out of their own end. But I've just got a feeling Latrell and the Bunnies, they're going to find a way to stand up. They got ambushed a little bit last week, opening of the stadium and whatnot. You take a little bit more emotion out of this game, and I think the Bunnies can stand up and get a win here. They are my only upset of the weekend. Every other game, I'll be taking the favourites, but I've got a feeling the Bunnies, they square up the score one a piece at the SFS and they get the game that matters, which at the end of the day is all the bunnies have ever wanted.